0: Hello, my name is Kayla and my name is Camille and this is
1: Living Two or More,
0: a podcast where we interview people who are biracial.
1: We talk about identity, family traditions, belonging, and so much more.
0: This has been a passion project for Camille and I for years. Life got in the way for a little bit, but we are so happy to finally release these episodes.
1: Each episode will also include a check-in with the person, since a lot has changed for all of us.
0: Thank you to everyone who encouraged us to release these episodes. It was an honor to talk to all of these people. Thanks and enjoy
1: Living Two or More. We interviewed Alex Farias,
0: one of the most positive interviews we had. Totally. Alex looks on the bright side of most things, and it
1: was so fun to talk to him. Please enjoy episode two of Living Two or More. With Alex, and stick around after to listen to what he has been up to. So, um, thanks, Alex, for joining us. Yep, yeah, yep. I mean, thank we'll you. I'm um, excited to chat with you. Yeah, super so, pumped. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> so, let's just start it off easy. Uh, tell us a little bit about you. Um, What's your ethnicity and your background?
2: So, uh, I am Japanese and Portuguese. Uh, Mom's side is full Japanese, dad's side is. Um, although I'm not really sure, it might be like a mix of other, other ethnicities as well. So like if you look at my birth certificate, it actually says, um, Japanese and Caucasian because Portuguese is kind of like European, Yeah, but I know nothing about that side of my family. So I mostly know about my mom's side, so the mom's
1: grandparents and stuff like that. Wait, sorry, mom is Japanese and your dad is Portuguese. Got it, so 50-50. Okay. So actually no Hawaiian blood in you that you know of. Yeah. Even not though, that I know. Of. But um where were you born?
2: Yeah, so I was born in, I was born in Hawaii mm-hmm. um, as you might have foreshadowed. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So um born there uh my grandma her um family kind uh, of like was from there. They had a farm down there. um in hawaii and so that's about as far back as i know so i'm not exactly sure when um you know my great great grandparents came from japan to hawaii but um, i guess you can kind of like assume that because there's like a lot of plantations there um a lot of actually like japanese portuguese filipino um came to hawaii to to work there
1: yeah definitely that's um I was I was curious about that too because my dad's side is um, Japanese. Well, it's like four things, yeah. But one of them um, being Japanese, and um, he was born and raised in Hawaii, and so he doesn't know either. Like when they immigrated from Japan to Hawaii, but we always just say well before Hawaii was a state. Yeah, that's what I, think <laughs> I mean of... that's like a safe answer.
2: But... When I yeah, when I think of like when did my family become Americans it's like oh well like we didn't really we didn't get the choice right mm-hmm. we just they yeah. we became
1: yeah you know, yeah when, when um happened. how long Alex were you in what, what?
2: so thir- 13 years until I was 13 years old
1: okay yeah, so okay
2: and like after that I moved I moved up here for the beginning of uh high school
1: to um Hillsboro where you live
2: C- Centralia Washington
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. It's a very
2: very tiny, tiny
1: small, small the outlet town. mall. now yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What it's known for. Yeah. yeah. You can see that as mm-hmm. you're going along I5. Yeah.
1: And then uh, it's a yeah. pretty uh homogeneous, right? Like would you say town, um, city? I mean, mostly white.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Very very much mostly white. Yeah. Um uh very small kind of like I don't know if this is a bad word, but a Hick town, as they would, they they'd call it that themselves. Yeah. it's so a lot of, uh, you know, the, like, good old boy type yeah. Um, yeah, country stuff, you know, bonfires and, like, drinking 30 packs of Bushlight on, the- <laughs> <laughs> on the weekends. High, high school stuff, no.
1: Was um, that um, super eye-opening? Was that at all uncomfortable? Was that just, like, mind-blown to go from, um, I mean, going to school in Hawaii, where yes you have some white people but you have a lot of chinese portuguese japanese hawaiians going there you know you're in a majority and then white centrally Washington. yeah, yeah.
2: so it's like really it's really crazy because you're like you grow up in an area where white people are the minority and so like you know you're in a bu- in school with a bunch of like really tan-skinned people and um, every now and again like one or two of the kids in the class are blonde hair blue yeah. eyes fair yeah. skinned mm-hmm. um so coming coming up here and that being it being like the complete opposite where it was like everybody's a majority white and yeah it was kind of like it was interesting and you know so like when i was there um when people found out that i was from hawaii i immediately was kind of nicknamed the um the hawaiian kid because you know (laughs) because i was kids do (laughs)
0: yeah because
2: it's like they see like this you know i mean i think it would be the same for me right if like somebody from minnesota or something like that came (laughs) to move to hawaii like oh that's the like mainland kid or something (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but yeah yeah. so i kind of see it the same way it's kind of weird because like in hawaii there's actually um i don't know if you guys are familiar with pigeon english but uh I think this is, might actually even be a, a Hawaiian word. It's called um, howie," right? And so um, you'll you'll hear people throw that word out all the time in Hawaii. You know, oh, there's like a bunch of Haole people over there or something like that. And what it, it actually means is foreigner.
1: That's so, a derogatory yeah. word, yeah, so I it believe. Is, yeah, so I mean,
2: you're, you're not really, when I think when you call somebody a foreigner, it's not a very like inviting phrase, right? Yeah, so,
1: yeah.
2: Um, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to be kind of like on, ends of that you know kind of experiencing seeing like a white person as kind of like the minority and like kind of using that slang word versus like being here now and mm-hmm. being the minority, minority. yeah, yeah. kind of a role reversal i suppose you know, 100%. Sort of yeah flipped it completely
0: i kind of wanted to ask you about growing up in hawaii since you aren't hawaiian but you have like darker skin did people assume you were hawaiian
2: or um i mean there's there's so much like intermixing, um, in Hawaii, so I think a, a lot of the time it's hard to tell. Oh,
1: but. Yeah. So then, Alex, your last name, it, how do you pronounce it?
2: Farias? Farias. Farias. Although sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to say Farias. <laughs> 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 I've been pronouncing it wrong my <laughs> yeah, whole life. My life, Farias. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Farias, oh, because yes. it is. Yeah, Portuguese. Port- Portuguese. So you'd think the R is supposed to make that noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that a common Portuguese last name? So, if roll call, you know, in school, like automatically would people know that? Like, I think you can definitely tell. Um, well, not de- definitely, but I can recognize a Hawaiian name.
2: So. Well, um, you know, being that I'm like so full of myself. I've I've Googled my name before <laughs> and As a wheel. there are a yeah. lot yeah yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly. But there are there are a lot of Alex Farias's in the world. Um oh. actually like when I was in um when I was in high school in Centralia, I actually met uh um one of my classmates' moms and they're from Brazil and a lot of Portuguese uh are in Brazil and she was telling me that Farias is almost like like, Johnson is considered here mm. in um, Brazil, so. Okay. That's that's just what I've heard. Of. Yeah. And also, you know, the Googling thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that helps out.
1: That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah.
2: I think it means, like, lighthouse or something like that.
1: Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I <would> do. Cool. <laughs> Where,
0: when you came to um, the mainland and, like, grew up in Centralia, were people... I know. Obviously, they probably looked at you differently because they're mostly white. Were you picked on, or were people mean about mm, your skin color? Or? No,
2: not not really. Not I wouldn't. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't say that I was picked on. They just kind of thought that it was. I think that because Centralia was such a kind of boring town to begin with, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, this person must be pretty interesting because he comes from like a very interesting place." So they're more curious about why I would come to Cincinnati like why are you what are you doing here mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah a lot of people asking me if I knew how to surf I don't know it's just like a <laughs> strange assumption <laughs> yeah. like okay you, you must you must live like five minutes away from the beach and mm-hmm. break out the surfboard yeah every now and again. yeah although I did not go um, surfing for the first time until I actually moved to Washington
1: Huh. And so well, I went to, like,
2: Westport go. with one of my, so like, see, friends like, from high school.
1: That's really well, funny, actually. Yeah. Now I don't know how to surf, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Well, did you ever feel like um, maybe there weren't specifically mean-spirited comments, but, you know, when you're a kid or an adolescent, you joke around, and the short-sighted or the, I can't say ignorant, that's harsh for an adolescent, but yeah. you know what I mean, like, were there ever times where you're like,
2: you
1: didn't mean anything by it, but that's kind of,
2: I think, ouch, I think, buddy. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that, um, used to kind of bother me was that people didn't know, like, didn't, uh, they thought, I, people thought I was Mexican, like, automatically assumed that, and that was kind of, like, a, a weird thing for me, I guess, mm-hmm. but. I don't re- really remember getting picked on a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just different. I think like the most the most I was picked on was maybe when I was in Hawaii and I was like Portuguese there. And yeah, for some reason that was like a lower lower tier thing, but
1: so interesting well, you said like people would mistake you for being um, Mexican. How would they go about that? Would they just like
2: <laughs>
1: suddenly drop in cash? casually, you know, like, I oh, think, you yeah. speak Spanish at <laughs> home, Spanish. help yeah,
2: me with my homework. No. <laughs> I mean, there so, I are mean, so many times where I've uh, just, like, had had somebody, had, like, a Mexican person come up to me and start speaking Spanish to me, and then, yeah, when people ask you, like, what are you, and you, you tell them what you are, and then they're like, oh, I thought you were Mexican, you know, Mexican, mm-hmm. so, you know, maybe, like, the last name a little bit, you know, something, maybe the way that I look, yeah. um. But yeah, it is weird for people to just assume that, and you know, because we're we're here where it's like, you know, somebody with my features would just kind of be put into that category mm-hmm. because that would be like what you consider the common for that that look. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. How would you find that you would normally go about correcting them? Was it just, like, equally as casual, like, oh, damn, I mean, I'm not Mexican, or I don't
2: know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and sometimes it's, like, you have to, like, crack crack a little joke about it or something like that, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so, like, I guess my thing that I, I would always, my, my like, current, this is my current joke, actually, mm-hmm. this is the current joke that I use, <laughs> so, like, oh, I thought you're, Me- you're Mexican, and I was, like, yeah, you know, I disappoint a lot of the Hispanic women that I've dated because when they initially meet me they think i'm hispanic and then uh i I can't speak spanish so i just disappoint them and their family (laughs) (laughs) so that's like like my stupid joke you're good too
1: yeah
2: it it happens so often that you know like at some point you just have to like have to kind of like not be annoyed by it you just have to like try to try to lighten the situation be like okay it's okay to like about somebody i guess
1: how often does that this, happen this
2: happens like most of the time when people when people like when i first meet people well not when i first meet them but when they're trying to figure out um you know what what my ethnicity is mm-hmm. so yeah so this is like so, so i've you... dropped this joke a ton of times <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at like
1: recently here in portland um
2: i mean even so i guess the most recent time that i've had to uh, kind of discuss that was at this uh gym gym that I'm going to right now because it's a pretty it's a pretty small gym pretty like tight knit group um but um mostly mostly um Asian people so but yeah you know so yeah know, it's
0: so you've gone from like like, kind of of being annoyed to now telling jokes is that weird I don't know I would like I'm still kind of annoyed when people ask me like after all these years like I I don't have any jokes
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah So you do. but it's just yeah and yeah, I guess an individual preference and feeling with it but I also wonder if that speaks I'm going to get in trouble for saying this but if that speaks more to just um I don't know like guys things roll off their their backs you mm-hmm. know and like it takes more to rile them up or to offend I don't know well, Right. You know, and or maybe it has nothing to do with gender, or whatever, it's just the personality. Mm-hmm. You know? I think,
2: yeah, I think that, I think that what it is, is that, like, I feel like it's happened so often to me, that it's like, I can't, a lot of people make that mistake, and so I don't want to, like, initially, you know, have this, like, bad impression of them because mm-hmm. of that, or, like, kind of, like, slight that against them, so I try to be, like, kind of, open okay, like, you know, I... I look like I could be Mexican, you know. Like mm-hmm. If you look at like Cristiano Ronaldo, right, I mean, he's Portuguese, but it's like, you know, if I didn't know who he was and that he played on that team, I might mistake him for being Mexican, too. Yeah, yeah so, totally.
1: It's like, yeah.
2: I try to just put it, put it in perspective that way, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. And
0: do you um, kind of sway towards one side or the other? Like, do you identify more as Japanese or Portuguese?
2: Yeah, I would say that I identify more as um, Japanese, which is kind of interesting, right? Because the Portuguese is my paternal side, and so my last name is Faria Farias yes, and <laughs> Farias, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, you know, but I'm I grew up in the with the Japanese side, so, um, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of interesting to kind of have that where people think that I'm one, but I kind of yeah. like grew up in this like other um, dynamic, and a lot of people don't really see the. Japanese. Mm-hmm. You guys, I, don't I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Tell,
1: tell me um, more about. Um. just said so like I grew up with the Japanese dynamic. Like, what did it, um in your home or just in the community? Uh, I'm just curious. Um, what were your traditions? Where, or do you feel like those are mostly white? I mean, yeah. What did that look like?
2: Yeah. So um, I think like in Hawaii, that's a uh, like there are actually a lot of Japanese people in Hawaii, so that's like another big group there. Maybe a little bit in my community. I guess I was like maybe a little too young to even really recognize that from what I can can remember. Um, when when I was uh, a little bit older and still living there, I remember kind of being part of like the around the place that was a very like Filipino community. But um, for my for my family, you know, it was kind of like the traditional Japanese things. You have like the the Cat with the, the paw and the giant mm-hmm. coin, like what the little, cat? little like, good luck. Um, you know, what, what would you call that? Little things that you put over the door, oh, um, yeah. stuff like that, and you know, taking off your shoes, which yes, still bugs me when people don't. <laughs> I, just, I can't, like, yeah, I can't, yeah, can't get over that. Sorry, guys,
1: <laughs> that's kind of embedded in me, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. still, even if just I, I sit here with my
2: shoes, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't <laughs> in my Camille, you are you are <laughs> a big offender i know i know and i'm thinking about when i was when i've
1: been at your apartment taking my shoes it's a bad habit but
2: yeah anyway anyways yeah um i guess like the other thing that i noticed is you know like i guess coming from a japanese family we had this like really big wooden round table um that was like in the middle of our living room and so we you know, sat, sat on the carpet, crisscross, you know, applesauce, mm-hmm. and, you know, in a circle, and when we eat dinner, when we had dinner, so, okay. it was, like, different than the, you know, traditional, like, sitting. Oh, wow. So,
1: That's you know, really cool. You know, so, yeah. the table was, like, at floor level?
2: Yeah, floor oh, level. Oh,
1: and did it rotate?
2: Um, no, it didn't, it? it didn't, it didn't have a rotating. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> Imagination geez, running to, wild right now. <laughs> the Okay. Okay. But, um.
1: That's a really cool tradition. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
0: like that. And since you do kind of more identify as uh, Japanese, do you have like a like a community here that you like? Your does your parent your mom doesn't live here?
2: No, none of My parents no. live here. Yeah. So I mean, it's really like my aunt. She's the she's the one, you know. And so like, I go over there, go over to their house. I'm taking my shoes off, you know. Yeah. yeah. Although I take my shoes off at home too. So. Yeah. anyways <laughs> but yeah you know she's the one so you know um if you know new year's new year's is happening you gotta you gotta get get the the mochi balls you gotta heat them up and get like get them all sticky and you gotta put this like powder on it i believe it's called kanako mochi mm-hmm. but you know you gotta eat that um you gotta make like the good luck soup with the right oh um, yeah yeah, looking stuff in it. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And the the somen salad. So it's like a, a wet, wet noodle salad with like a soy, sesame Ooh. type vinaigrette on it. And you mm. usually do like eggs, green onions, cucumber, like stuff like that. So. That <laughs> Just like those like traditional like food things. Yeah. Um, that I can remember. Yeah. And like the showcases with all the Japanese like figurines and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like traditional Japanese dolls and stuff like that too. Oh
1: wow! On yeah. display at her house.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's actually kind of like interesting because my grandma actually just moved up from Hawaii to stay to you know live there, okay. and so you know got Grandma's got the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Got the rice cooker mm-hmm. and you know all of that. So yeah, that's all the stuff that I can remember. My grandma, she's really like tries to maintain that you know oh, yeah. that, like kind of the like, cultural stuff. Yeah. Course. So Definitely. it's interesting. That, like, yeah, like yesterday I uh, had to borrow my aunt's rice cooker from <laughs> my grandma. She's yeah. like yeah, she's like, You're gonna you're gonna bring that back, right? You're she's like, You're gonna go home and cook rice for us or something. She's like Yeah. And then my uncle, he's just like, anything else that you take here, you can, you know, have for a long, as long as you want. But the rice cooker, you only get one day. <laughs> so.
1: I think that's good you. Yeah. Is your yeah. uncle also Japanese?
2: No, he's, so he's, he's the, he's the white guy. Oh. He's a, he's from Nebraska.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, he's yeah. a, yeah, he's like a kind of like country boy. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah. it's it's kind of interesting for him to be. So he's his last name is uh Pinky.
1: Um what about Alex, you said that the gym that you go to, it has a lot lar- it's predominantly Asian.
2: Yeah. So what
1: about the community sense there and I mean, yeah. That?
2: You know, you know, you're 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 there, everybody kind of has that like same kind of like the same same food that's i I think that's like Mm -hmm. the big thing right is like when asian food for a lot of people it's kind of like curious about it don't know if i want to try it yeah Yeah. Um,
0: like fried rice or something yeah basic express (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs)
2: um so yeah so in that case you know it's like it's kind of cool to have that like same like commonality like you 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 like the fish sauce you like the you know kind of the things that smell a little funky Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's kind of nice and yeah kind of the same like cultural thing too it's it's kind of hard to explain but you know like when you're you grow up in an asian household at least it kind of feels like there's this uh, certain like respect that you have for like the people that have like more experience than you and stuff like that so but it's, it's it's nice you know it's nice to be around people that kind of come from the same um Upbringing, kind of the same. Like you know, a lot of people have uh, the the very like strict parents that want them to be doctors and stuff like that. So yeah, so it's kind of like cool that you can bond over that, bond over having that uh, the same uh, the same probs, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ninety nine yeah. problems, but fish sauce ain't one or something. <laughs> Good one. Um,
0: so I guess. We uh, have this question. When did you notice? I don't know if whether you were in Centralia or come back to or start at PCC. Like, did you notice that this area is predominantly white? Like, I am kind of like an outsider in this
2: predominantly white area. Immediately.
1: you step, right off, you
2: step off the plane, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot colder, <laughs> you didn't own a jacket before, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, like, first day of class, you know, and just sitting in there, and just being surrounded by nobody that's the same as you, yeah. and just, like, you know, doing doing a little scan across the room, okay, like, who who do I, like, identify with, yeah. and, like, not having that there, it's, it was very, I was like, wow, I mean, even just, like, the way that you you dress, you know, it's, it's different, mm-hmm. like, so just uh yeah Yeah. a lot to a lot to take in i guess yeah but uh yeah i think like the one thing that really like maybe like saved me from um kind of being being looked at as an outsider was one like i said before like kind of being from an interesting place Mm -hmm. um in a place that wasn't very interesting and then um two like i i played sports so i was able to like bond with a lot of uh, people in that way so just like finding something that you can bond with other people.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: you know, doing a certain thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, I mean, I guess you could you can kind of tell that, you know, some people's parents, they don't want their, their kid dating, like, the, the ethnic boy or something like that. Really? Interesting. So, you know.
0: Interesting. Like in Centralia or? Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I, I just had a, a mm. um, I just met up with one of my old friends from high school, and she was kind of, like, telling me about how her, her brother was in, um, or is in, like, a relationship that's similar to that, where, you know, she's, she's dating the ethnic boy to, um, get back at her parents that don't necessarily like that.
1: Huh. So, you know,
2: so stuff like that, stuff like that still happens, you know.
1: Still happening. Wow. And,
2: I mean, I can't, and I guess, uh, I kind of feel bad for saying this, but (laughs) I think that, like, my Japanese grandparents kind of felt that same way about my like my mom because my dad was portuguese mm-hmm. and they kind of like we you know we want you to marry like a nice japanese man we don't want you to marry like this portuguese guy yeah you know? so yeah. Yeah. i've i, I have I've, mm-hmm. I've definitely experienced both sides of it yeah, i don't know yeah. so it's like or like kind of like seen it happen in my family and seen it happen like you know from another family's perspective mm-hmm. yeah and it's just We're- it's bad bad to make a judgment based off of that
1: Ha, may I ask, have you ever been the recipient of that, where you have, in Centralia, for example, where you have wanted to date somebody, and maybe they didn't blatantly say, my parents can't, or will not allow that, but you, you know, maybe you
2: just knew. Um, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Um, I would say that, um, and I don't know if I'm crossing any lines here, but in Centralia, you know, if you're like a, if you're like a Mexican kid in Australia or something like that, they would, you know, like your parents would definitely definitely wouldn't want you to Mexican person or something. That's what mm-hmm. that's what it would might happen there, and uh, you know, because I look the part, yeah. and, like, they might think that, and then yeah. like all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're you're not Mexican, like almost like a sign of sign of relief that I'm not Mexican, like oh, you're not Mexican, like so. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's something that I experienced. I I also experienced. I was kind of like a, a little bit more of a quiet person when I was in high school, and one of the teachers um, asked me if my she, she asked she said like quote Does mommy speak English to me? This is like high school, Alex.
1: Oh, no, oh my <laughs> God, does um,
2: yeah. no. I was like yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but like yes. it was my it was my aunt. And so, but, yeah, so that was kind of weird, um, and I ended up telling my aunt about that, so, but, I mean, it's a, it's a small town and a, um, small high school, and, you know, my aunt was pretty involved around there, Mm -hmm. and, uh, so she actually went up to the lady, and she's like, "Hey, I'm like the parent of this kid. <laughs> yes, I do speak English. <laughs> and like totally got me? it. Back. <laughs> yeah,
1: God, this <laughs> is what's happening <laughs> right now. <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh! And did 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 that teacher ever apologize? Did um,
2: she probably apologize to my aunt? Probably felt like pretty, but bad. not too bad. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it, it would probably be kind of weird to like to me but i don't know i mean mm-hmm. at the time i guess i didn't really think a lot of it um yeah. Yeah. i thought like damn mommy what <laughs> like what am i like a toddler or something <laughs> but like other, other than that it was just, like <laughs> that's, that's kind a, of just, that's
0: like, the word that triggered me it yeah. was mommy <laughs>
1: like, i feel like all of it triggered me yeah what the hell but jesus yeah
2: i mean like the, the the thing the reason why i say like the toddler thing is because um it's almost like she thought that english wasn't my first language totally. you know and so she was trying to like dumb it down no
1: that's the thing that's yeah, a double-edged like offense that mm-hmm. i feel like yeah, yeah so, exactly uh, alex and i mean i feel like you were very polite or pc and saying like that felt weird but yeah, yeah that i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um going back to what you said earlier did did your mom ever want you to marry a specific?
2: You no, know, no. Uh, no, I can't. You know? Yeah, I can't really say that. My my parents are pretty. They're chill. They're chill parents. Yeah. yeah so they, I mean, they all they really cared about was that I was um, successful. You know. Yeah. Because um, that's that's like the one thing that my dad would just preach to me all the time. Like, gotta get a good job. Gotta get a good education. And so maybe that was that was about it yeah. for them.
1: Yeah. That's good, okay. Though. That's great. That, that is great. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Let's. I don't know how my grandma feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. She's, she's my grandma.
1: Aww. She loves me. Love oh, me. Of course she does. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I do kind of just want to go back and touch on um question like, what are you? You know? And I think tone plays a lot of. Oh, um, it shapes i feel like are receiving of that question you know what are you versus what are you you mm-hmm. know and i i'm assuming you've had people asking different tones and um but overarching like, what's your major reaction to that and if you if you had to put an emotion to it or two or three or whatever um and maybe has that changed from Um, time in Hawaii to Centralia to Portland
2: right yeah um you know when I was in Hawaii um because because it's such like a mixed community um it was very easy to like talk about that and that's that's because they're I mean it's it's very mixed but you know they're like maybe five to six different ethnicities that are in you know intermixed in that area and then so you know if you're like part of those categories you kind of like you're that's your community you're like okay we're we've all been here we all know each other you're familiar with uh those other cultures um whereas you know when i'm when i'm in centralia um it kind of kind of feels like okay you're you're kind of an outsider you know like it's more of a trying to figure out you know you're you're different type of thing so it's a little bit more uncomfortable
1: yeah
2: um, people thinking that you're something that you're not maybe making judgments based off of that and then i think like now just being so used to it you know being used to it that now i'm like cracking jokes about it and mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think i just like you know transitioned to become com- comfortable with it um kind of like back when i was in hawaii try to try to be comfortable be open about it and look at it like you know they're they're just curious about yeah. you know where you're from, trying to get to know you, trying to get to know, like, what culture you came from. So that's really what I, how I try to, that's the perspective that I try to put it in.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah, so I try not to, like, take it as an attack. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I'm, like, interested, too. I, like, look at a, a white person, and I'm, like, okay, you're just, like, you're just a white person. Not, like, okay, like, you know, are you, like, German, or yeah. Swedish, or French, or yeah all those other things so
1: yeah it does go both ways yeah Yeah,
2: that goes both ways both
1: ways definitely definitely
0: so going from like a really tiny town in centralia um where mostly it was a white population i guess to portland which is also like a a lot of white population but now has more color more like different diversities and ethnicities did you find like especially in college like your kind of group of people did you have a place you called your own
2: i mean i have to say that um being in college i mean still it was very um predominantly white and so i have to say that like a lot of the friends that i made are are white you know and um yeah i mean i know that a lot of people they find their um feel most comfortable are like it's kind of like those multicultural centers those clubs mm-hmm. but uh just like being being an engineering student being a part of engineering school i never really like seeked any of those things out mm-hmm. so um you know because Portland does have a lot of white people in it those are the people that I had classes with those are the people that I you know connected with yeah, yeah. so I guess I can say that I've never really found that like you know hey we're all from Hawaii mm-hmm. type yeah. Of community. yeah yeah, yeah. unite. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. and
0: yeah well then since your friends were mostly white did and even currently now i'm not sure this exact situation but like do they ever questioned you about your background like asked you like more than just what are you like mm-hmm.
1: interested in i mean it? yeah as a like invested friend yeah, yeah. um
2: i mean i think it kind of comes out um just just uh talking about your upbringing and um kind of what you you experienced when you were a kid a lot of those things you just come out in conversation mm-hmm. so uh I guess, like, also,
0: do you feel, like, comfortable, like, in your own skin in a place that's predominantly white? I mean, like, most of the time, I don't even notice that, like, well, I do notice that there's a lot of white people around, like, when I'm at a bar or something. But I don't really notice, like, if I myself am in, like, a comfortable position because there's, like, a ton of white people. Yeah, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. It totally does. I was
1: thinking about that. How often do I just forget? You know, that, oh, I'm, like, the only Asian person.
2: here. I mean, like, I, I definitely notice it. I still, like, always yeah. notice it. And I can definitely tell that there are certain things that I don't have in common with other, other people, that other people do, because I'm not part of maybe that group or mm-hmm. I came from, like, a different upbringing. Yeah. So uh, I can kind of notice the differences. Mm-hmm. Do you feel
0: ever uncomfortable? I don't know.
2: Uh, I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like, you know, even you're, you're trying to get to know people and you don't have like that commonality so it's like you kind of feel like you're the, the odd odd person. person in there but yeah. mm-hmm. it's also I guess you start to just kind of look at it as like that that's what makes you unique you know mm-hmm. yeah. so um, that's what makes you interesting yeah so,
1: yeah
2: yeah,
1: totally you seem to have such a positive you're able to put such a positive spin on that and it's really refreshing totally I think because I I feel like there are of, like, a lot of people, biracial people, and just minorities in general who have had, like, painful experiences. Not that you haven't, it. it sounds like you have. I just mean, like, that are bitter about Yeah. That. Or, like, like, internalize it. Like, and yeah. You're just, like, not sure yeah. how to let it out. But it seems like it's so. like, so willing to talk about it. It's okay. Yeah. I don't
2: yeah. I think, I think like the big reason for that is because I've kind of seen like both sides of it, you know, like coming from Hawaii and looking at the white person as like yeah. the the minority and, you know, having used the word Haole, um, I'm not really even think about it, you know, what it means when you're a kid, um, and then coming here and kind of seeing the opposite, you know, that like, okay, like this kind of happens in every culture you see like mm-hmm. the... The person that doesn't look like your common you know mm. community and um you kind of like you question like who are they what you know yeah. where are they from what are their kind of like intentions i suppose mm. so, so i to like put that that kind of spin on it i mm-hmm. guess that is really and poignant yeah. i guess the other thing that i like think about is I, that i guess i always feel like my like ethnicity never really like held me back from like getting to where I want want it to be, you know, I have like experienced some like very like strange things that maybe like some people wouldn't. Yeah, I never really felt like that helped me back, um, and that might be because like I kind of I came from like a poor family, and so like coming from poverty, I felt like that was like that was the struggle, mm-hmm. you know, not the way I look or where you know my ethnicity.
1: Thanks so much for making time, Alex, to talk to us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah.
0: Like we said, it's been like a while, probably almost a year or two since we've chatted again. And I think I mentioned that we just kind of wanted to give people the opportunity to check in because it's been so long and life has changed. Um, So just to start us off, just, like, what's what's happening? What's some new things that are going on since the last time we talked? And, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, I don't know if much has changed. Uh, I did start going to grad school in the fall, so I, I've been doing that for about a year now. Um, still working, uh, my engineering job, and, oh, yeah, and I guess uh, I did get a dog, Oh, uh, back cool. in December, but uh, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I've been up to, um, oh. you know, I'm kind of lucky that I get to work from home during this, uh, during COVID quarantine, and uh, yeah, so, yeah, well, chillin'.
0: yeah, I think, I mean, grad school's, like, a pretty big thing, like, did you know that you wanted to go back
2: the last time we talked,
0: or is it just, like, a new thing? Just... Um
2: yeah, I think I've, I've always thought that I was going to, you know, um, take it kind of another level, um, just because you kind, of, you kind of always hear that um, the bachelor's degree now isn't, uh, you know, it's not as good as it used to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of, kind of want to, at least for in engineering, you kind of want to move up to that, like, next level where you're um, able to do some research and, um, you know, basically learn how to collect data and test and stuff like that, so... Um, yeah, so just looking kind of for a career shift as well, um, with, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to, you know, get, get some additional skills from, uh, grad school.
1: That's yeah. awesome, and that, that's a huge, um, like, life step grad school, that's cool. So w- where that's are you going, Alex, where are you doing your program? Um,
2: Portland State.
1: Portland State, Okay. Yeah, and that's where you got your bachelor's, right? Yep. Yeah. So just continuing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really cool. But, uh,
2: you know, Is it a pretty um,
1: diverse mix of stu- like um, male and female. I mean, I think you told us that undergrad it was mostly it was a predominantly like male oriented class, right? So yeah. it was the masters even more so, like just a small subset.
2: Um I've actually been pretty surprised. I think that um it might be based on, you know, kind of the specialty that I'm going into with the material science en- engineering mm-hmm. that um it seems like it's a pretty good mix a, a lot higher percentage of uh females.
1: Oh wow. I don't nice.
2: I don't know. I don't know if it it's exactly 50-50 or you know something like that, but I would say maybe like 30 or 40% without, you know, having Done a, a real head count. Wow! Um, but yeah, so wow. uh, yeah, so a lot of a uh, lot of females. Cool. Yeah, and I think in terms of ethnicity, it's kind of you know it's it's a mixed bag. So okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Dang. yeah.
2: It's been it's been interesting. It's been it's been you know it's been kind of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool
0: yeah, so I guess other than checking in, we kind of wanted to ask you about I think you got a chance to listen to your episode and was there anything you wanted to talk about from your episode or anything that like surprised you after you listened to it? Um, we just wanted to give people the chance to to talk about it if they wanted to
2: right um i I really only got through like half of my episode <laughs> yeah I felt, I felt so uncomfortable listening to oh no really so, so, yeah
0: welcome to our life we so, have to listen to our voices every time right? yeah every episode I'm like
1: Kayla, my voice my voice my content oh my god I was yeah. like, no girl you're good
2: <laughs> yeah so um, you know, critics, kind of... like really I mean yeah but right.
0: the half that you did listen to
2: <laughs> yeah um you know I, I, I think that I um you know not, not, not a lot has changed I would say you know um I, I still occasionally you know people think that I'm Mexican I, I have you know some coworkers that sometimes uh they'll start coming up to me and start speaking in Spanish or at least they, they did before they got to know me mm-hmm. um and then you know it's, it's kind of the same thing where it's like oh I'm sorry I don't I don't speak it yeah <laughs> um, yeah but I don't know it's something that I'm kind of used to um, yeah I think I think other than that um, the only other thing that kind of stuck out at me was um, kind of just like thinking about about my ethnicity and you know my mom side and my dad's side and um, I guess I just wanted to say that you know like for for any everyone that's uh, for, for I guess everyone in general, um, that they should really, you know, have some sort of interest or kind of be a little bit eager to get to, um, learn more about their, um, where they come from and, you know, um, yeah. their family tree and stuff like that. Cause, um, I don't think it was until, you know, we, I went back and listened to those episodes or maybe even, you know, back when we actually, um, sat down and, uh, did that episode, um that I kind of started to think about how I haven't really, um, taken a lot of interest in that. Mm -hmm. And it might've just been because, um, my relationship with my parents haven't been, hasn't been great. And, um, so, you know, maybe I, I kind of try to distance myself from my family and stuff like that and, um, kind of starting to feel like maybe I should, you know, go back and, um, try to learn more about my family history
1: yeah wow yeah That's super interesting totally yeah Yeah. before this podcast
2: my oh
1: oh go ahead, go ahead, say, yeah, my,
2: my, my grandma's uh 90 years old she turned 90 this year oh, wow. and uh oh. so it's like you know for, i don't know how much longer she's gonna be around yeah um but a little bit towards the end of this month, I'm actually going to be um, watching her for a week um, <laughs> while my aunt and uncle travel to Nebraska. So uh, maybe yeah. that might be a good time for me to try to dig a little deeper.
1: Totally, Ask that'd be questions. awesome. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Oh, awesome! Well, Alex, thank you so much for making time to just catch up with us and give us a quick update on yourself. It's good to hear how you've been past couple of years and what's changed and what's new with you
2: yeah thanks for thanks for having me on again it's been uh, nice to talk to you guys
1: thanks again for listening to two or more make sure to follow us on instagram at living two or more if you have any feedback or your own story you'd like to share, feel free to email us at living 2 podcast at gmail.com.